Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Hey everyone, just a quick trigger warning. This is a documentary about a cult. So in the episode, Amanda and I talk a lot about um, some dark stuff, including suicide, controlled eating, coercion. So if any of that bothers you, I suggest skipping this episode. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we can help you find your true love. Just type, just type your credit card information right here in this we, box. We will assign you your true love. Amy and I are the only two people on the planet who can see who mm-hmm. your person is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and thus give us money. Amanda just told me before I signed on that my twin flame is Bradley Cooper and she said, pull out no stops. Pull out, like, you, just I don't go care. get him. Just go get him, make him yours. If you happen to get arrested, mm-hmm, that's fine. Mm-hmm, it's worth mm-hmm, it. You know, mm-hmm. it, you got to do what you got to do. And I'm, I mean, give me a call. I'll come bail you out. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. fine. But I mean, it's a shame because yeah. I think Bradley Cooper is also my twin flame. So we might oh. have a problem. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Just give me like three hours with him and then he could be your twin flame. Sure. I really only need about that much too. That's fine. Maybe four. I might want to take a nap in between. <laughs> this will be used in a court of laws evidence someday. <laughs> <laughs> if Bradley Cooper ever has a stalker, people mm-hmm. are going to be showing up mm-hmm. at our doorstep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we'll be like, "Huh, I'm watching 90 Day Fiance. What are you? What? Yeah. What, what, what are you what talking, talking about?" <laughs> um, Amanda, how was your Thanksgiving? Well, it'll be last week since people have heard this, but how yeah, was your, how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was good. It was uh, relatively low key, which I said that to Todd last night, and he's like, "That was low key." Like that well, was low key for me. Okay, it was good though. How about you? It it was low key. Okay. Um, I only had my mom and my sister, so it was just six of us, and it was yeah. lovely. It was lovely. Yeah, there was only five of us. It was me, Todd, my in laws, the kid lit, and my mother. Yeah, so, it's kind of yeah. nice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So this Thursday, we are going out 
to dinner with my in-laws to celebrate their 60th wedding anniversary. As you know, he passed. I was just saying, you're not going out with both. No. And we felt that would like, be real weird. We felt like we should mark the occasion still. Sure. So we're going to go out to one of my favorite Italian restaurants and I'm going to have a real good meal. So two Thursdays in a row, I'm getting my belly full. Nice. What is your, what is your good Italian meal? Like what? What is I always good? I always get chicken parmesan. Always. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. good choice because Timmy hates chicken, choice. so I don't make it a lot. We don't make it a lot. Yeah, how does Timmy hate chicken? I can't even talk about it, Amanda. Okay. I can't even talk about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Pretend like that never happened. <laughs> because let me tell you something. I could eat chicken every day. Like I'm not a big red meat eater. I would prefer mm. chicken. I, we eat a lot of chicken in this house. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That happens. Okay. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about our favorite thing, cults. Cults. Should we introduce ourselves? Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> uh, my name is Amy Archer. I am joined today by the lovely Eagles wearing Amanda yes. lipnack Radell. We're supporting Woo. our birds today. That's right. That's right. We're playing the Bills this afternoon. Mm, okay. I only know that because Todd put it in the calendar. Oh, that's how okay. dialed it. Yeah, he puts football games in the ca- in our calendar. Okay, I kind of like that. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he remembers when to start watching. Timmy doesn't even know we have a shared calendar. <laughs> oh, great! No, we have a very we make great use of our shared calendar. It yeah. Makes our life easier. I have I have one with the girls. Mm. But that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Todd really likes the fact that at the beginning of every school year, I go onto the school website and I put in mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. of the school holidays and all of that, and they just magically appear. And he's like. How does that happen? How'd you do that? Yeah. Well, I, I looked at a calendar and I typed. It's, yes. it's very challenging. <laughs> Got there somehow. You are the the ultimate project manager, aren't I you? I am. I project manage the shit out of everybody's life. I like it. I like yeah. it. I need that, you know? I need one too. Can I have one? I, can it's, I have a me? It's funny because if you s- could see my, like, so I'm the house administrator. I run all the bills and all the money. Sure. If you could see the system I have, it is, you would be impressed with it. It is Excel spreadsheets down to the penny of where everything goes. Wow. In every other aspect of my life, I'm a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't have that financial system at all. So maybe Mm -hmm. I could benefit from that. Mm -hmm. But, you know. At least I can tell you when the kid is on vacation because it's in our calendar. There you go. There you go. And, and I can the, tell you and when I, the next Eagles game is. And I can tell you when we can afford to put gas in the car. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. We, right. We'd be a good, we would be, Amy, what if we're twin, each other's twin flame? You know, I was going to wait until the end for this big reveal, but I think we might be twin flames. <laughs> <laughs> but which one of us is the divine feminine and which one of us is the divine masculine? I don't know. I might be the divine masculine because I'm not very feminine. Neither of us are particularly girly. We need Stephanie into feminine things up a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what if the three of us? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You and I could be the divine something and she could be the divine feminine. There we go. There we go. Yeah. That works. She, she mm-hmm. knows stuff about face, facial products. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't either. No. No. I'd be the divine, the divine meatball. <laughs> And meatballs are divine. Yes, my they gra- are. my grandmother used to just describe food as divine. Oh, if something was really lovely. good, was, oh, I hated it. it. Like it was one of those things that just mm. drove me nuts. And she'd be like, "Oh, this is divine," and I was like, Ugh. "I like people who appreciate their eating while they're eating." Yes, because yes. I do that. I'm just like, mm-mm. <laughs> "This is delicious." <laughs> like I'm feeding at a trough. <laughs> okay, okay. 
Okay, but should we talk about these kookaloos? We should talk about these kookaloos. So we are talking about Escaping Twin Flames. It's a 2023 Netflix documentary. Three parts? Three parts. Three parts. And Amanda has, um, it's by Cecilia Peck. She directed it. And Amanda has agreed to take the notes and has done all the work. I I have taken the notes. What? Like a cult leader, I made Amanda do all the work without realizing she was doing it. Oh, God. Does Little Miss Freak have a cult and you're not telling me? (laughs) No, but I will tell you that we both know some groups that could be classified as as close to this. A little bit culty. (laughs) A little bit culty. Uh, Cecilia Peck, did she do any of the other documentaries that we've enjoyed? I want to say that she did a Nexium. I think she did the um she did she did seduced inside the nexium cult okay got it yeah and that's the one about india oxen yes. rider oxenberg and my only complaint with both of these documentaries is okay. that they're too long mm, mm. like i i feel like it could have been two episodes or maybe four like 45 minute episodes yeah it didn't or, need to be i mean three, three 45 minute episodes yeah it could have there there was i felt like eventually it was like yeah we get it these guys are nuts. Yeah. We yeah. get it. They're trying to convince people that they're trans. We mm-hmm. Okay. We don't need 17 examples of it. And I felt that way about the Nexium cult as well. Yes. Yeah. I could watch 17,000 hours of Nexium. I really? Just find, Keith oh. Raniere playing volleyball. That's what you want to see. That's all I need. I'll... Is he your twin flame? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm too. I'm fat. He doesn't like fat people. So oh, that's no. right. Right. He would have he, no would interest in me. Yeah, yep. Both of us. Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if be like if somebody like you know was like why why do you why do you continue to be overweight which is a whole problematic question I'd be like mm-hmm. I'm saving myself from Keith Keith Raniere I'm protecting yeah, yeah. myself it's, it's that's a, it it's that's a protective it. layer against <laughs> Keith Raniere who who will be in prison for the next 120 years which good, is fine good where he belongs yeah so we're talking about Jeff and Shalia ooh Jeff you mean and Megan Sh- and <laughs> Shalia. Megan Plant, a.k.a. Shalia, because Megan wasn't nearly a spiritual enough name for her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sure. We'll go with that. Sure. I I just want to talk about how we start this documentary because it's fascinating and it comes back to it almost at the end. Yes. We start with Jeff giving us a tour of his new $100,000 Porsche Cayenne. Yeah. And all the little bells and whistles. And he's like, oh, I don't even know what this button does. It it's me getting a new car too. Like, oh, what yeah. does this button do? That's something me and my up? Rav Four. Right. Ooh, what does my do? Oh, roll the window down. That's me and my Volkswagen Jetta. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I I for a brief period of time actually drove a BMW. It was mm. my dad's old car that I bought from him. It was okay. like a ten year old BMW. I loved it. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. But I was convinced I was going to like launch nuclear wars from yeah. the console. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what these things do. Fancy and it, cars can be quite impressive. Yeah, yeah. It made me very nervous. I knew we like just, the three buttons to press to get the things I needed, and then that was it. We just bought a Lexus, and the only one we bought in two thousand six. <laughs> okay, and uh, it, even then. The buttons, it's like a cockpit around you. Yes. Yes. going to like start war games. Nice. Now, who's going to be driving said Lexus? It's Timmy's, quote unquote, but really the girls are driving the, it. The girls, okay. Yeah. Look at them with their Lexus. I had a mm-hmm. 79 diesel rabbit that was rusted out on the bottom. The Jeez. Lexus was born the same year they were, so. Nice. <laughs> 2006. <laughs> Is it like a Cabbage Patch Kid? There's like a born on date stamped on their ass. Okay. Yes. Anyway. So 
these people, let's just talk about kind of at the high level what this cult is. It's Twin these Flame people. These people. <laughs> Twin Flames Universe. Mm-hmm. The theory is, I'm pretty, I, hand to God, you know Darcy has bought at least one of these classes. 100%. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The idea is that you have one twin flame in the world. It's sort of like soulmates, but on steroids. It's more yeah. than being a soulmate. Yeah. And everybody has a twin flame and you have to find your twin flame in order to live in harmonious union. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. And okay. only then can you be happy. Does Shaleen look very happy to you? <laughs> no, she looks like... I can't, here, I can't tell about Shalia. I don't know if she's actually the like quiet mastermind behind all of this. I don't think so. Or if she's like a Stockholm Syndrome victim. I think at first she may have been complicit. Very complicit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think this is this has gotten away from her. This guy is nuts. This guy is an abuser. Yes. And he is a dick bag. And yes. if I ever see him on the street, he's getting a punch. And he'd be easy to punch. He's first of all, he's got a really punchable face. Yeah, I saw somebody I describe him. him that I would way. trip him. I would trip him. Ooh. Do you, you ever trip I... somebody like when they're walking in front of you and their back leg is in the back and you kick it to the side and it no but tangles I've them up? To I've wanted. Mm-hmm. Have you done it? As a kid, yeah, yeah. We used to oh. do that to each other all the time as kids. You and Jenny. Uh, me and my friends. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, mm-hmm. I never did that. Uh, I we were terrible to each other, I guess. <laughs> I I would punch him. I would absolutely mm-hmm. punch him. Or in the words of my mother, I would let the air out of all four of his Porsche's tires. There you go. There you go. His, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great way to go. But yeah. we, we start by meeting uh, this woman, Paula Hardy. And she's mm-hmm. calling a sheriff's department because her sister, Paula's twin sister, Stephanie. Her twin, which this her got twin, me. twin, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her twin sister. And they are identical. Yes. Good God. Yes. Um, her twin is in this cult. And she's, mm-hmm. she and her mother, and we see she and her mother the most of all the people are really trying to get her sister out. Yeah. I mean, they're sort of trying to bring down this whole thing as well, but really mm-hmm. they're just focused on getting Stephanie out. Yeah. And, and Stephanie is still deep in. Most of the people that we meet in this have gotten out. Yes. And most of them got out between 2019 and 2021. Uh, it is so amazing to me that you can have a full-blown cult and never have been in the room with the person. Right? This is amazing to me. But you and I both talk about this a lot. We do. We've seen Facebook groups for whatever. Mm-hmm. That could be like, we're always like, oh, those people are super involved. Whatever that is. A weight loss yes. group or what, whatever. Right. Sometimes people just take it up a couple notches and you're like, mm. Yeah, I was. Did it I was- start this way? We don't know. I don't know. I was the admin for uh, the Peloton singles group. There you go. Which is like a f- when I when I left, it was about a six thousand person group, mm-hmm, primarily mm-hmm. in the U.S. And it really exploded during early on in the pandemic. A mm-hmm. Peloton super exploded then, and B yeah. for those of us who were single at that time, connection was with anybody was everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly yeah. folks like me who had no children, who were living alone. Yes. All of that. And we joked that we were like in a little bit of a cult, mm-hmm. but none, I mean, none of us were telling people what to do. Um, right. Right. Nor taking but, their money. But, but I but, think it's like, you can see how that cult mentality can take shape. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, 
that's the whole point of uh, Sarah Nippy from Nexium's podcast, Nippy mm-hmm. Ames and Sarah Edmondson. It's a little bit culty. And they talk about stuff that are full on big cults like this. They actually interviewed Keeley, which is the first time I ever heard of Twin Flames Universe. Yeah. Uh, but they also will talk about the cult of like yoga. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. you know, or politics not, or politics mm-hmm. or interests that people have that can become culty. Yes. Or that border yes. off. Yes. And I'm telling you, if you want to fi- if you want to start a cult, create an entire cult around helping people find the loves of their life. Oh, you're getting people when they're at their most vulnerable. They're you're heartbroken. getting super vulnerable people. They're lonely, they're heartbroken, 100%. And you're promising them the most basic need we all have, which is love mm-hmm. and connection with other people. It's yes. fucking brilliant, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he weren't such a dickbag lunatic, <sighs> He's so creepy, Amy. He's so creepy. And he just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. But we'll mm-hmm. get there. You'll Go get ahead. there. So they 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 meet and they are sure that they're each other's twin flames. So let's talk a little bit about who these people are. So Jeff um, always wanted to be a millionaire, he says. <laughs> Oh, I mean, same. Yeah, same, same. Oh, same, same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no shame in that game. I'd love to be a millionaire. Little Miss, Little Miss Recap would podcast five days a week if I was a oh millionaire. My. If we could make millions yeah. doing this, yeah. this is all we would do all day, We'd every day. We'd watch TV and talking mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he went to a business school, but I, it never says what school. I'm sure the school's like, please don't mention us anywhere yeah. near this we lunatic. We will sue the shit out of you if right. you mention us. <laughs> right. And he moves to Hawaii and changes his name to Ender Ionithus. Ionithos. Is it Enders or Ender? Ender. Okay. Ender Ionithos. Now, his name is like something out of Star Wars. It totally does. Mm -hmm. His name is actually Jeff Aon, Mm A-Y-A-N. So he just makes it Ionithos. And he, like, is making light of Jonestown, Mm -hmm. saying, Mm -hmm. like, he could start a cult too. Anybody could do it. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. And he markets himself as a lifestyle guru. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to help people live their best lives. 2012, 2013, Jeff meets Shalia. Mm-hmm. Shalia messaged him randomly on the social medias. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they talked for 30 minutes. And within 30 minutes, he asked her to marry him. Yeah. So she just reached out to this guy randomly. That's suspicious. I have come to realize I've come to realize people do that. Okay. Well, Michael did to Angela. Michael. Michael. I mean did to Angela. We have a whole show called 90 Day Fiance <laughs> of people who reach out to people randomly. And I have come to realize that people do this. And think about it, this actually comes back to the cultiness of some of the communities that we've talked about. Like there is absolutely a phenomenon where people create parasocial relationships with people oh, yes. they've never met. Yes. I I in my brain I have a very good friendship with Matt and Jake. I was just going to use as a, them as an example. I do I've too met, in my brain. I've met them both once in mm-hmm. person at one of their shows. You and I podcasted with Matt once. Mm-hmm. In my brain, they know exactly who I am and we're all friends. Yes. We are not any of these things. Right. <laughs> right. No, but you I'm also do. going to show up at their house though and you know try to wear them like a skin suit or anything. Right. But you do. You're right. Like you do feel especially in this context 
Yeah. Where people are very openly talking about, you know, very personal things. Like, mm-hmm. I do it all the time. I'm sure people feel like they know my life pretty much. I'm sure people feel yeah. like they know both of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And and great. And if you feel like you know me and you want to get to know me better, reach out to me. I'll have you join my cult. It starts at twenty nine ninety nine. No, I'm just kidding. Like, just it's type just, your credit card information in this box. Right. Exactly. <laughs> be great. And it's just nuts how these people really connect with Didn't people. they meet at like a supermarket? Weren't they working in a grocery store together? That's Keely and Colby. Oh, that's Keely. So that, we're going to talk about Keely okay. and Colby. Okay. So Keely is, is the woman who's like through this whole thing. Yes. Before we dive deep into her, what are your thoughts on Keely? So Keely, I feel like got sucked in. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know because I feel like a lot of her remorse about it is in retrospect oh sure and i don't feel like she like she the way that she tells the story though she almost presents it like she had second thoughts as it was happening yeah and i don't don't buy that no and that's not her fault that's what a cult does you know what i mean it's not her fault at all no um i feel bad for her i mean she's lost everything Mm -hmm. her but she did you know i'm i'm torn about the sister because what she did to her sister was awful. Sure. Absolutely. So her sister is Marley. Yes. For and, those who watch and it. We'll, we'll get into that. But she did also get her out of it. You know, once the veil was lifted. So I, I guess I'm, what I'm trying to say is I don't really blame anyone Mm-mm. for being brainwashed into a cult because it can happen. I always say I would walk right into a cult. Right. It's what yeah. you do with the information when you have it. When you realize, when you make the realization, when the veil is lifted, what do you do then? Right, And I exactly. think Keely has tried to atone. I think she's trying to atone. And I think yeah. she's probably going to spend a huge portion of her her future atoning. Uh, at the end, it says, you know, she's trying she's applying for law school. My guess is she's probably going to pl- practice some sort of law to like help, you know, to help people who do this. That would be my guess. I yeah. mean, for all I know, she's going to wind up being like an estate attorney. I don't freaking know what she's going to do. Well, but- no, I agree with you. And I think the best thing that we can do is keep the attention focused on Jeff and Shalia. They're the real monsters. They're the here. problems here. Yeah. Yeah. And I've the reason I ask what your thoughts are on Keely is I've read people saying, I I don't trust her. I think she's a bad guy. And I'm like, she was brainwashed. No, into a- she was, I yeah. have so much empathy for her. Yeah. Yeah. So much empathy. Yeah. She, I, she's... she's- She's in a bad place right now. Yeah, she is. And mm-hmm. she doesn't have a relationship with her sister. And it's just really freaking sad. So Colby and Keely meet. They were working in the meat section of a grocery store. <laughs> yes, they were. How romantic. And they dated briefly. I had a the- love affair in a meat department of a grocery store. I'm going to need to know more about that. <laughs> was it with a piece of meat or was it with a person? It was with the person. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. Did you work at a grocery store? I did. I was um, a cake decorator at Sam's Club. Oh. And there was a young gentleman who worked mm. in the meat department. And oh. we embarked on a love affair of like two or three months. Oh, wow. It was wow. a really, really hot summer. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yes. Got yes. it. Those meat Got department it. guys. Apparently. Oh, you they and Keely. Doing. They know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> they know their way around a piece of meat is what you're yes, saying. Yes, they do. Yes, okay, they do. good. Mm-hmm. So they meet, they they get together for a bit, and then they break up. Mm-hmm. And Keely winds up, you know, through the Googles, finding this twin flame 
she couldn't stop thinking about Colby, like even after they broke up. And that's what seems to be a lot of these people is like they get somebody stuck in their head. Yeah. And now they're trying to figure out what's going on. Like I Google, why can't I get over my ex-boyfriend? And I'm sure, you know, genius Jeff has got all his SEO set up. So that (sighs) question immediately goes right to Mm -hmm. what they're doing. And they broke up because he didn't want to be in a committed relationship and mm-hmm. then she fell into twin flame jeff says this guy colby is your twin flame they get back together and they really become like the premier couple of twin flame universe so you have somebody that's kind of in a position of authority validating the thing you want to hear the most in the world right i mean who can resist that and she was young right how old is she she's in her mid twenties now, I think at the well, her sister was nineteen when she got into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Keely's a couple years older. My guess is she wasn't yeah, like, older than twenty two. She was probably in her twenties, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, in her like, young twenties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just awful. So we meet a lot of these people. We meet Shanice and Arcelia and Sarah, and these were women who had all fallen in love, didn't have mm-hmm. the love reciprocated. They're sure their twin flames are out there. They buy this book. Mm-hmm. And then they buy the courses mm-hmm. and all of this is the path to harmonious union, which is the thing that Jeff promises you. And they discussed how much initially the work resonated with them and how accepted they felt in the community. They felt mm-hmm. love. They really trusted Jeff and Shalia. Todd and I were talking a lot about this. What, if anything, have Jeff and Shalia done done that to is earn illegal. that trust? Well, no, oh, that is oh. illegal. Oh, I was going to say, what would make you trust these people? Right. Like, do okay. they have a credential they're saying they no. have? Or No, they just say, we found the thing you want. Okay. Um, what have they done that was illegal? Oh, I don't think they've really done anything that's illegal. I don't either. I, I think they're either. just scamming. I think so too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they've done anything illegal. And and without that, how are we going to really get them? So they have this tool, this the one tool to save the world, <laughs> called the mirroring exercise. Oh. So the mirroring exercise, I'm going to explain it, and then I think you and I should do an example. Okay. So the explanation is, is that you say something about somebody else, and then you replace all of that and it's about you. So I could be like, Amy broke my heart. Mm-hmm. The mirror response, the, if you're going to do the mirror exercise, would be, I broke my heart. Mm-hmm. I did this. I did this. I did this. So I you're internalizing this. blame for everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. And people just, it just creates this mindset of everybody blaming themselves for their lot in life. Now, as someone who actually has gone through coach training, hmm I don't ever want anybody to blame themselves for their lot in life, but a lot of the work that we all have to do is taking responsibility for the choices right. that we've made. Sure. Of course. For example, I found out, I found out I was in terrible relationships over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I worked with a coach and one of the things she said to me was, I talked about one relationship in particular that was really heartbreaking. And I said, you know, I knew after our first date, he wasn't ready to be in a relationship. She's mm-hmm. like, stop there. Why did you go out with him for a second time? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, because I liked him and all that. She's like, I'm not going to victim blame you because I really, he was a narcissistic abuser. She's like, but you knew right from the jump this wasn't a right thing and you still right. ran right into it. Right. I knew that meat department guy was not a good dude. 
And yet there I <laughs> Mr. was. Mr. Meat Department. And you there were I banging was. his brains mm-hmm. out for a summer. There I was. As you do. Yep. Rolling around in the frozen Hamburg. That's no, disgusting. That's disgusting. So Jeff and Shalia are, you know, these spiritual healers and they are going to change the world. Also, they claim they can do things like cure cancer. Mm-hmm. See, that sure. might be illegal. Well, I mean, I could walk outside right now and say I I can cure cancer. Yeah, but if you start collecting money for it, yeah, yeah that, that could, could be a crime. It. That could mm-hmm. be a crime. So get to talk about how Keely brings her sister Marley in and Marley breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. And of course they had a difficult childhood. So they, you know, they yeah. had some struggle yeah. there. And I'm sure most of these people had difficult, like none of these people were, had done the work on themselves to be emotionally healthy. Otherwise they wouldn't have fallen into this. Right. Correct. Yes. No, and, yes. and, and no blame. Like this is I what cults do. They collect broken people. Exactly. I, yeah. I too have been a broken person for the Go majority of my Manson, life. Go back to Manson, Jonestown. They all did it. They all do it. Keith Ranieri, like all yep. of them do it. Oh, by the way, we do have to talk about this love has won, uh, the mother God cult. Oh, okay. We're going to yeah. have to talk about this because okay. this is cuckoo magoo okay. bananas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This makes this look sane. Okay. Got yeah. it. So anyway, um, Colby and, and Keely eventually become twin flames, but they never look particularly happy together. Well, Colby, so she convinces Colby. Colby, that they're Colby twin flames. Colby knows nothing about the twin flame bullshit. No, she's like, hey, we need to talk. You're my twin and flame. He's Here's Portland, the book. Portland, correct? No. Yes, he is in Portland. Yeah. So they so she moves out, out there. She comes out there and she's like, look, we're twin flames. Here's the book. They start talking. He, like, she convinces him. She mm-hmm. pulls him in. And, and after nefarious. I think she really believes it. She believes it. Yeah. No, she wasn't trying to hurt him. She was trying to no. get his twin flame going. Uh, and they were told that they were the first couple to, other than Jeff and Shalia to reach harmonious union. Yeah. And there's Shalia is brilliant at working that Facebook group. Oh yeah. So she's always like, congratulations to these two. She's calling them out. She's giving them, she's making them feel special, making mm-hmm. them feel special. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the group is, you know, two Wanting things are to feel special. Yes. Yeah. Two things are happening. They want to achieve that. They're seeing it works, mm-hmm. but they're also, you know, heaping accolades on Shayla and Jeff for this. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Shalia. Shalia. I'm sorry. I always want Who's to say Shayla. Shayla. I don't know. There's okay. no Shayla. But I want to, because it or the way her name is spelled, it almost looks like Shayla. Yeah. I'm going to call Shalia. her Megan. Yeah. Her name's <laughs> no, Megan. In the, in the, Am, in the Amazon Prime documentary, they interview Megan's father. Oh. And it's heartbreaking. He's like, oh. my daughter's dead. Like, oh. she's gone, never to, I don't even know what, like, it's that just heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. The parents in all this, I find really, me too. Just, oh my God. The mother of those twins, I can't even, mm-hmm. I love her. I want to be, love her too. you know what? She would be a good backdoor friend. She, yes, she would be. Yes, she, she would be. be. She, she's us. Stab you right in the, she would stab your enemy right in the neck, right in the kidneys. Right in the kidneys. Thank you. Right in the oh, kidneys. That come right to me. Okay, go I on. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm here for. Uh, Jeff trains Keely to become a coach. And this is really when we're starting the MLM portion of this mm-hmm. cult. Mm-hmm. So you get trained to be a um, Ascension School. So it's the Twin Flame Ascension School. That yes. is the program. You get trained to be an Ascension coach and all uh, Ascension, Jesus Christ. I know. I know. Any, uh, guys, any group that you're in that they're like, 
you need to pay money to become a coach of this. That's mm-hmm. a red flag right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flag. it's it's not good. Mm-mm. So we meet this woman, Sarah. Sarah gets coached by Stephanie. Stephanie being the twin that's that's MIA that her mother's searching for her. Yeah. They become really good friends. And they wind up going to the first meeting of the Twin Flame universe, which is in New York City in December of 2018. Mm-hmm. People show up from all over the world. Initially, Sarah and Stephanie just were like, hey, let's get a get together of all of these people. Jeff and Shalia, of course, come in and take it, it right over. over. But there was only like 30 people, right? Yeah, there was not a ton yeah. of people there. Yeah. Okay. Now we talk about Jeff and Shalia really, re, excuse me, reveal that there are soul families. <laughs> and you're, they reveal a lot. Yeah. Apparently, somehow <laughs> they learn things and then they reveal them. Yes. yes. So your soul family is your true family, but they're mm. not your biological family. Right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise and known in the rest of the world as your found family. It's your found family. Right. And it's a, it's a normal concept and it's fine. Right. I, I have, you know, I have a lot of found family. But they take it to a different level. Oh, yeah. And like your twin flame is the only person that can love you, your twin, your soul family is the only family that can love you mm-hmm. so now we're real working really hard to separate people from isolate. their actual families mm-hmm. to isolate them yep. which is a key part of a cult they declare sarah and stephanie to be soul sisters mm-hmm. and so they have a big like look we've revealed this about you you're soul which, sisters how and everyone gets you? exciting how dare you she is a twin how dare I know. you i know i know i know not your actual sister right Oh, God, her sister made me so sad. Mm-hmm. She, and she's like, you know, oh, God, it's so I can't awful. even tell you the bond that my twins have. Like, the, the when she's sitting there saying, like, my, does she have a little boy or girl? I forget. My baby. I forget. I think a little boy. She's like, my baby will never know. You will never, you know what I mean? Like, my girls, yeah. oh, my God, I can't even imagine. No, I, They would I, be I, devastated to lose one another in that way. Same with my stepsisters. They yeah. are each other's best friend, each yes. other's person. Yes. The whole nine yards. Um, like I so, could be, my sister could be in a, a prison somewhere across the world and I probably wouldn't even know because I don't hear from her for weeks. But my <laughs> twins, forget oh, yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Do, do your twins have the thing where if one of them hurts, the other one can feel it? They have claim they, that they do, but I think it's like, again, this is how ideas happen, right? I yeah. think it's just an idea that they heard that they think is cool and they, they kind of believe it happens, but I, I don't know. For, I have a friend whose sister is a journalist, was a journalist. Now she's a professor. Actually, they're both professors. And she was, uh, I'm not going to reveal a lot of details, but she was a journalist in the Middle East. Um, and my friend claimed a number of times when like bad things happened she would wake up immediately. Mm, like in the, because okay. it was the time, with the time change, it'd be in the middle of the night. She'd wake up and be like, what is happening? Like she just knew yeah. something was going on. Okay. It's twin stuff is fascinating. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So at this meeting, Jeff and Shalia do the calling in ceremony <laughs> and they're calling in Marley, who is Keely's younger sister's twin flame. Mm-hmm. And this is fucking awful. This is this. this to me, this is one of the most offensive things they've done. This and the making people change their gender. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. So they say to Marley, has anybody like shown up in your life recently? And she's like, I mean, well, this like creepy dude randomly messaged me on Facebook and I didn't really like it. And they're like, that's your twin flame. And he was in the universe. No, he wasn't. Oh, I yet. thought he was. He wasn't yet. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. And so Jeff insists that this guy whose name is Joshua is her mm-hmm. twin flame. Mm-hmm. 
Marley is so visibly freaked out when he says this. Yes. This guy makes Marley so uncomfortable. But now Marley has been told that this is her twin flame. Keely says she was kind of bugged out about it, but just kind of went with it. Again, 19 years old. Right. Joshua, of course, could not come to wherever Marley was living at the time (laughs) because he'd been arrested. Falsely arrested. Falsely arrested. Sure. Mm -hmm. He'd been arrested and he couldn't leave Utah. So what does she do? She moves to Utah at 19 years old. She is the youngest person to have met her twin flame. And you can see along the path, Mm -hmm. she is really trying to get out of this. She's like, you know, and they're just egging her on, egging her on. You're doing the right thing. Go to, go to Utah, go be with him, whatever. Right. And I'm like, no, you could tell that. Marley is just absolutely terrified of this guy. And she's every scene they show her in with him, she's looking more and more beaten down, looking more and more Amanda, scared. I, I I really have a feeling that he sexually assaulted her. I really do. I do I too. I really do. Yeah. I do too. It was very and, upsetting. And he was a lot older than her too, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was like in his and, late 20s. I don't think he was like 50. But. No, but – that's a big 10 years. Yes, yes. 19 to 29 is a big 10 yeah, years. Yeah. And it's just really creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also convinced Keely and Marley that they had to separate, that they were not each other's actual, you know, soul family. Soul family. Mm-hmm. So they have to separate. Um, Keely eventually goes, moves in with Colby. They get engaged after two months. Mm-hmm. And Shilia's like, doesn't this feel like the most natural pacing in the world? It's been two months. Of course you're getting married. And Colby's like, well, my parents weren't real thinking it was the right timing, but here we are. Yeah. And Keely said she just felt like all she had to do was please, her only job was to please Jeff and Shalia. Mm-hmm. And the community, because all of the community is looking at her as the example. And this is sometimes all it takes, right? Like you have... These leaders or these strong personalities. And then you have one or two people, maybe three, that this, you know, they're so broken that this mm-hmm. becomes their identity. And yeah. so then it starts to build because you're like, oh, well, these three people, like that legitimizes it. And then it goes on and Jesus, on and on. Found this thing that I'm looking for. Yep. We, we talked about this on something else, like the idea of being of couple goals. Yes. Yes. Like we say that all the time. And mm-hmm. it's this is like couple goals on steroids. Yes. Uh, Keely and Colby married, and what she said is she felt happy somewhat. That was her <laughs> description of her marriage. She felt happy somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Hey, everyone. Stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy, but what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Little Miss Recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Little Miss Recap. Now we meet Elle. Elle is fascinating. Elle was fascinating. Elle is fascinating. Yeah. I want to meet Elle. She's a scientist. Yes. Yes. She was a researcher at Stanford. Mm-hmm. Of course she went to Burning Man a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a course. feeling a lot of the people in the Twin Flames universe <laughs> spent some time at Burning yes, Man. That's yes. another thing that's a little bit mm-hmm. culty. Mm-hmm. And she meets a man at Burning Man. She moves to the Bay Area. And they start dating. And when I say she's a scientist, she's like a scientist. She's a, yeah, she's a researcher at Stanford. Like, yeah, she's, she's like, the real deal. Yeah. She's getting mm-hmm. her PhD in mm-hmm. some science, in science stuff. <laughs> she's getting her PhD in Scientology. Oh, wait, that's so, different. That's different. That's very different. That too is a cult, but not this. Uh, she's getting her PhD in science stuff. And 2017, January, she has a major car accident. Mm-hmm. She has three surgeries. She has a ton of recovery to do. And in the midst of this, this guy dumps her. Yeah, so she's in a relationship with this guy. Yes. She thinks everything's going well. She becomes disabled or laid up right. in some way and he pieces out. Right. Which is shitty. That is absolutely heartbreaking. Shitty. Heartbreaking. And you know, she, you know, she had to have been at the, you know, at her lowest emotionally. Yes. Just from the accident. Yes. Yes. And then all of this. So she says she turned to spirituality in a last ditch effort because she just felt so lost. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I was a scientist. Like she, now she could be like, I, I knew better. I did not use the scientific method. I did not use the scientific <laughs> method here. I knew better, but I still, I had a hypothesis this. and did not test it. No, no, she did not. And so she joins the Twin Flames universe. Jeff tells her that her twin flame is this guy that, mm-hmm. that dumped mm-hmm. her. Yep. And she says, even though in retrospect, in our relationship, there was a fair bit of psychological abuse already, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she keeps reaching out, reaching out, reaching out. Eventually, this guy gets a restraining order against yeah, her. Yeah, he's like, dude, I don't even know Leave what you're talking about. Leave me alone, about. you yeah. crazy lady. Because she's, Be- she's hammering him with, you're my twin flame. Right. And he's like, the fuck is a twin flame? Go away. We broke up. I don't yes. want anything to do with you. Yes. And 
But she's like, I had a restraining order, but you only have one twin flame. So what other choice did I have? Mm-hmm. I had to keep pursuing him. Jeff is telling her a restraining order means nothing. Yeah. It's imaginary. Yeah. You don't have to obey it because well, this is your twin flame. He's doing something even worse. He's almost making it a failure of hers, a weakness of hers, if she obeys the, yes. the PFA. Absolutely. Like she's like, oh, he's like, oh, you're going to let that stop you? Like pretty much AKA like, oh, what are you, a pussy? Right. Like what? You gross. can't do it? It's gross. It's so bad. And yes, Jeff would say pussy. He would. Oh, he absolutely would. And and he's like, you know, you have to ignore it because it, it isn't real and it didn't exist. And if you heal yourself, you can heal the relationship and it'll all be okay. <laughs> and the way you heal yourself, I'm sure, is through many courses that cost twenty three ninety nine. <laughs> yes, yes. And... Buy my buttery soft leggings. That's how you hear exactly. Oh, wait, Mary Brown, how are you in here? <laughs> how did you join this conversation? And she is convinced that despite the fact that they're not in a relationship, she's focusing on the idea that they are. Even yes. though she knows they're not, she's like going to live her life yep. as if they she's are. She's going to manifest it, Amanda. Exactly. This mm-hmm. is why Darcy absolutely <laughs> fucking did this. And she's like, any rules, any laws, anything was always trumped. By your twin flame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your twin flame was more important than anything else. Mm-hmm. And she eventually winds up going out with her girlfriends to go dancing. Mm-hmm. This guy sees her there. Mm-hmm. I actually believe she didn't know he was there. I do too. I believe her. He Jeff doesn't the... believe her, but I believe no, her. I believe her. She calls the cops or he calls the cops. She gets arrested. Arrested. She's mm-hmm. out for like her 30th birthday. She gets yes. arrested. Right. She is in jail. The only two phone numbers she knows by heart are this guy and her mother. And she had already alienated her mother. Mm-hmm. So there she is in jail. and She has no idea what to do. So she lies in bed and does the mirroring exercise mm-hmm. all night long to blame herself for this. Mm-hmm. After weeks of being in jail, she eventually calls her mother. Yeah. Her parents basically mortgaged their house to get her out. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine anything I would not do to help my kids out of this situation. Absolutely. Like, at the end, there's this mother. Would I, would I trade an opportunity to read the Brown Family to exchange? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that might be a sticking point. That, that might be. That might be the one thing. Um, I mean, you have said you would you would trade your daughter's having a good life for the Brown family text change. So, I mean, you know, you know, you know, you know, you do Mom what you got to do. Here. <laughs> oh, God, are we in a sister wife's cult? Oh, my God. I might be, Amanda. We might be. I we might, might be. be. Yeah. I feel I like do. you're a little you're a little above it. I don't know if you would get sucked in like I would. You oh, might have to I pull me know. out. You might have to I pull, pull me you out. out. I would pull you out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but there's the woman at the end whose child Ray mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. finally texts her and is oh my God. texts his mother and is like, "I I need help getting out." And at that point, I I can see being a mother and being like, "I don't know what to say because I don't want to scare you off." Like it's such a tenuous grasp, right. like a thread. Yes, right. I, I mean, I think the only thing you can say is. What can I do to help you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let them tell you what they need. And maybe all they need for a while is just to talk to you. Yeah. Not see you, but to talk to you. And that's that'd be enough anyway. Yep. So Keely says her marriage was not, in fact, harmonious. No. Shocking. Uh, 
there was sexual abuse in her marriage. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jeff was convinced that as part of your homeowner's union, it is a woman's job to satisfy her husband, her twin flame, sexual needs all day. So, any so day, this is every really, day. this is really interesting because this doesn't come up till about halfway through. Uh huh. So the first half, you're like, this Jeff is an idiot, right? Right. Then you start to see, oh, he is calculating, he's manipulative, but he's also like evil. Like he is, he is evil. Tell, basically telling women you have to be raped if you don't want to have sex with your husband. Right. You have to just do whatever, you know, just be sexual, sexually aware, available for any time. Mm-hmm. That's your At duty. any time, all the time. Yeah. Can't that stop, is stop. fucking real bad. Awful. It's really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And um, Colby felt he was entitled to her body whenever he wanted it. Mm-hmm. And twin flame sex is an ascension tool. I'm sorry. The way you just said that so seriously. <laughs> okay. Sure. Sure. Okay, we'll go sure. with that. Uh, twin flames are about having great sex all of the time. Mm-hmm. Jeff also tells us that men need sex once per day. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, you're violating your man. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. violating them. Sure. He also says. Jesus Christ. What is her name? Megan. What's Megan's name? I don't want to mispronounce Shalia. it. Shalia. He also says, oh, there, there's time. Shalea says no. And I'm just like, come on, come on, come on. And she gives okay. in. I harass her until yeah, she gives in. Basically, like, so, assaults her assaulting and her. It. Yeah. Yeah. With no and shame. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that happens. But, you know, that's what you she, do for you your know twin what flame. She is? You know what she is? She's on a Robin Brown journey. Oh. She started off vibrant, full of life. And now she is, the life is slowly being sucked out of her. She's reverse Benjamin buttoning. You know, you can actually tell Shalia's mental health state based on the color of her lipstick. Oh, I was going to say her hairdo, but yeah. Her hair also, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. her lipstick. There's yeah. times where it's bright red and then there's times where it's like this gray black. Do you think the gray black is like, help me, help me? Or I is the bright so. red help me? No, I think the bright red is when things are good. I think the black okay. is when things aren't not aren't good. Who knows? Um, Keely is, is living in an undisclosed location. Oh, wow. You don't even know where she is. Yeah. 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 Literally, that like, like shows her trailer. Is, yes. It says undisclosed location. Yep. Um, it looks he, Pacific Northwest to me, though. Like, I feel yeah, like. Yeah. It could be. It's somewhere. Um, oh, my God. I don't he, mean to, like, dox her. I'm just saying she's probably in that vicinity. Yes. I have no idea where she is. But huge area. Okay, go. It is. It is. Um, and Keely has this hard drive. Yes. All the secrets. Someone gave it to her as they were leaving and was like, don't lose this. Mm -hmm. Everything's in it. And at first she thought it was just going to be like the course materials and the videos. Nope. And it's a lot more than that. Of course it is. Um, Behind the scenes meetings. It's bad. I was waiting for there to be like some videos of like sexual, like videos of actual. Mm hmm. Mm hmm child pornography or like i was just waiting for something really really dark yeah but it's still pretty dark but what is included is one of the courses that they teach which includes the concept of the divine feminine and the divine masculine this is and this is problematic in so many ways it, it is it yeah. is and this is the course that jeff uses to convince people to change their gender first of all first, first of all, of all 
I thought it was a really smart move by the director to have a trans person talking about this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, both both documentaries had a transgender studies professor. I was like, Good. oh, here's here's our gender studies professor to talk about yes. this. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. I think it's important that the trans community has a voice about this. Absolutely. And I really appreciated the, at the end, they had a whole like, you know, black screen of death, but it wasn't. It was just like the what happened and yes. goes goes into a whole thing about how trans people truly trans people live happier, healthier lives when mm-hmm. they transition. Mm-hmm. All of this. Because mm-hmm. I, I was worried. I feel like this is really you're, like you're walking a real fine line here mm-hmm. in talking about this because it's like, go on Particular- and I'll, I'll weigh in. Yeah. Particularly for those folks who you and I know to be wrong, but those folks who believe being trans is a mental illness and it's like Like or choice or whatever. Right. Shit like this is a reinforcement of that this is. Mm -hmm. uh, Yes. There's a second meeting in Toronto. Marley and Joshua go to this meeting. Mm hmm. How did Joshua get to go to this meeting being a convicted felon? How did he get to go into ter- into Canada? I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. How did he get to Canada? Because they know. won't let you in. Right. Well, maybe yeah. he doesn't have a felony, though. Maybe? Yeah. I'm thinking it was a misdemeanor. I don't know. But we couldn't leave the state for whatever it is. Anyway, this guy's a bad dude. Marley lies about her entire relationship with Joshua, says mm-hmm. it's great, it's wonderful, but you could see this child is like, the Horrified. life has left her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is so, I wanted to just like, be like, Marley, come live with us. Todd and I are your parents now. Mm-hmm. We will give you good food. We will mm-hmm. help, help, we will parent you because clearly no one else is doing it for you right yeah. now. Yeah. So then we meet Angie. I like Angie. Angie's I like Angie. Mm-hmm. She's She's a little bit of a nut job, but I like her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lives in Canada. She um, she's like she's a job working in First Nation advocacy. Like mm-hmm. she's clearly an accomplished, smart woman. Yeah, who gets sucked right the hell into this big time. Mm-hmm. She eventually asks Keely to be her coach. She had met a guy at work. They became really good friends. They had deep feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. They eventually like spend a weekend together. Nothing had happened between them, but she like they're cuddling on the couch and she kisses him. And after like a minute or two, he like pulls back and he's like, mm, no, no, not this working. is not working for me. Turns out the guy's gay. Right. That's why making out with her was probably yeah. not working for was him. Was he gay or was he bi? Says he was gay. Oh, okay. All right. Because he eventually gets into a relationship with a man. Maybe he was questioning at the time and thought, Who you know, knows? let's try. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So Jeff is convincing Angie that this guy is her twin flame. Of course. Yeah, of course. And one of the things that Angie says that Jeff said all the time is that they could not be twin flame pussies. <sighs> they had to be honey badgers of love. See, he does use pussies. He does. Do yeah. you remember honey badger? Honey badger don't give a shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love the honey badger. Honey badger don't give a fuck. Yes. Honey badger does what he wants. Yep, yep. So, honey badger. We say love. that about Arlo all the time. Our dog, where I was like, oh. probably don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna do what he's gonna lay do. there and lick his balls and look at you while you're like crying because he did something terrible. <laughs> 
Oh, I love it. Uh, and your job is to pursue your twin flame no matter what. So mm-hmm. we talk about Elle getting out of prison. Uh, she eventually gets classes in exchange for working. So now Who, what Jeff L? and Shalia are, L. L does, yes. Okay. So now what Jeff and Shalia are doing is getting people to work for them for free. Free labor. In exchange for classes. Mm-hmm. And they convince everybody that their life purpose is to work for the twin flame universe. Mm-hmm. Cool. And this is where Jeff gets the grand idea to turn into a, a church, right? Yes. We're about to get to okay. like the church part. Right. Cause we have all this footage of him on these secret meetings with the, the, mm-hmm. the team talking about like how great it is that he's getting all this money. Right. And all these people are working for him for free. Like he's saying these things. He's aware of it. He's saying, these Oh things. yes. Oh yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's not dumb. No, well, he's evil, but he's not dumb. Yeah, we meet Jesse. She becomes the customer service manager mm-hmm. for all of this. <laughs> That's quite the job. Yeah, imagine being the customer service manager for the Twin Flames universe. Yeah, Good just Lord. put that on your resume. Uh, then we get into Map, which is the mind alignment process. <laughs> this is fucked up. Which is described as the mirror exercise on steroids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christine Emmerich is the you know, person who came up with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this process was actually used to help veterans process PTSD. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there was actually a good use of this. Yep. This yep. modality, but not not the way they used it. Of course, right. It gets people into a very suggestive meditative state, um, and they convince people that they were abused by their families, all of that kind of thing too. Mm-hmm. Keith Raniere did a lot of that, convincing people that their families had sexually abused them and none of that happened. Yeah. Which is, you know, in situations like this, this is where you have like EMDR and those modalities and mm-hmm. stuff get a bad rap because people like this misuse it. Correct. Like it can be used well and in Absolutely. a healthy way and it's very effective but you know yeah yeah because so, i write it, many articles on emdr and one of the things i always have to include is does emdr implant false memories in your no it doesn't no it doesn't like, it doesn't Mm-mm. but in the wrong hands in. you tap that memory in and mm-hmm. then you know like mm-hmm. gary with his dick he's emdr in it right in there <laughs> okay when that you said my that this moment <laughs> <laughs> you said that I died as someone who has done EMDR mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a pa- as a client and patient. That made me laugh really hard. Wow. So let's talk about Yanya Lalich. Lalich. I can never say her yes. name properly. Yanya Lalich. She is a cult expert and deprogrammer. So let me just tell you a little about Yanya. On Yanya. God, why can't I talk? Yanya. Yanya. Uh, and she, I've heard her interviewed on a ton of cult documentaries. She's been on a little bit culty a lot. Sarah Edmondson worked with her extensively as part of her deprogramming. Keely eventually works with Yanya as well. Okay. Yanya is the daughter of Serbian immigrants. She has a PhD in human organizational systems. And beginning in the 70s, she spent 10 years as part of a radical Marxist Leninist group called the Democratic Workers Party in California. Mm. Okay. And it was a and she later became to realize it was a cult. She recalls that during that time in the group, she stored questions and doubts in the back of her mind, but was unable to really express them. She became a high-ranking person in the group, working long hours, mm-hmm. couldn't contact her family the whole nine yards. So she was really deeply in it. And then eventually leads the group falls apart, but ex-members were harassed and all this. And so she then makes this her life's work to help people get out of cults. She's mm-hmm. been doing this since the 70s. Um 
So we have the map process. Now let's talk about grounding foods and divine dish. <laughs> yes, so, let's. Let's. So mm-hmm. Jeff, Jeff decides to start a lot of companies underneath this. Basically, he wants to be the one-stop shop for everything you need in your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And divine dish is to help people feel more grounded in themselves mm-hmm. and by eating heavier foods they'll feel more grounded he, this douchebag <laughs> keely goes into this and says she gained 70 pounds in nine months yeah yeah because it's, it's all in- like carb 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 it's carb. all carb carbs all the yeah. time she said she felt sick a lot of people felt really sick she did mm-hmm. eventually lose the weight but but to see her like she looks like she looks like one of those people when she's in that state, A, she looks really unhappy because she's with Colby and yeah, they're twin yeah, flames, yeah. but they're not happy. But you know, like she looks like somebody who like puffed herself up, like went, like yeah, a balloon yeah, just yeah. went, yep. and then it, she went back. To, it's not a weight gain. It's more like a bloat. Yeah. She yeah. just looks hugely mm-hmm. bloated and uncomfortable and yeah. all this. So they have to start all these other business because now what they're doing is they're creating so many coaches, they don't have enough clients. Right. They flooded the market of their own right. clients. Everybody in the cult became a coach. And now right. what do we do? <laughs> now what do we do? Um, eventually, they named Keely and Colby as the CEO of Fuck. Twin Flame Universe. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. But they didn't really have any say no. in all of this. He gives her no power. Mm-mm. Right. Her whole job, though, was to figure out how they could pay the least amount of taxes. Yep. On all this money they're making. Yep. Now we've reached the church formation portion of this cult. Mm-hmm. Because eventually all cults have to start a church. And because we all know if you want to hide money, a church is a good way to do it. It's a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. So now they form the Church of Union. The Church cool. of Union. The Church of Union. <sighs> And I need to get the Cody Brown pillow. <laughs> you might. If we, we might need a Jeff pillow. So now we have the Church of Union, but it gets worse because now Jeff is convincing everybody he's actually Jesus Christ. Oh my God. This was wild. This was wild. This was wild. Now, to be fair, Jeff kind of does look like a lot of the artistic depictions of Jesus Christ. None of which are real because Jesus wasn't a white dude. I thought you were going to ask me if I found him hot. And just, I'm going to no. go on record and say, not at all, not at no. all, not at all. Which is a little surprising because he's a little dirty. And that's I know. your type. I know, but, but no. No. Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. Nope. And he's This dude is telling- repulsive as it gets. <laughs> he's telling people he's uh, actually the reincarnation of Christ. Yeah. Well, Shalia he's starting to be e- like, gee, I kind of do look like Christ, don't you think? Right, with the hair and yeah. the, and like taking pictures. Oh, it's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Shalila, Shalila, Shalia even says, <laughs> I'm banging the Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's so fucking weird. I'm worried about it, her. I'm worried about her too. Mm-hmm. Blink, Shalia, blink twice if you need us to come get you. Um, Angie, our girl Angie becomes the best or becomes the one of the top sellers mm-hmm. and her twin flame gets involved with another man, but it, that's it. But she's convinced by Jeff that it is her fault yes. because she was taking his masculinity, this mm-hmm. dude. So she needed to be hyper feminine. Well, and I think one of the, the ick factors besides this is that 
he was saying that because the guy was gay. Mm-hmm. Like he was saying he's with, this is what Jeff was essentially saying. He's with another guy because you made him feminine by right. taking his masculine energy, which is gross on so many levels. Oh my God. Because it, is it, so it, it again up. implies that gay men are not masculine. And right. I have a real problem with that fucking shit. Oh, same, same, mm-hmm. same, same. So of course, Angie kept harassing her twin flame. And eventually he's like, leave me the <laughs> fuck poor motherfucker. Alone. He's like, I am I literally going to kill you. Leave me alone. Right. Get away from me, you God. crazy lady. <sighs> um, Jeff com- convinced everybody that any issues where the people were blocked from their twin flames, they were just blocked. They just have to keep doing the mirror exercise. Mm-hmm. Eventually it got to the point, if you questioned Jeff, he would ask, why are you questioning your God? So now he's not just the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. He's all of their gods. And this Why is where I think Shalia is a little like, eh. Yeah. Because again, I think he is abusing her. I think so too. It's bad. Certainly emotionally abusing her. Yeah. And I'm wondering about sexually as well. Yeah. it wouldn't, like, I mean, the way he describes it. There's definitely coercion. There's definitely oh. like, you're having sex with me whether you like it or not. Right. There's definitely that happening. Oh, for yeah. sure. He's for told sure, us. Sure. He told us. Mm-hmm. We come back to Elle, and she's starting to question some things. Mm-hmm. She eventually um, gets fired from her position because she isn't do because Jeff says you are not doing the inner healing work. <laughs> and now she's beginning to see this might be an abusive situation. Mm-hmm. You think? Mm-hmm. You think this is? Y- y- you're right, girl. Yeah, girl, you, girl, you in trouble. Girl, you in danger. You in danger, girl. Get mm-hmm. out. Uh. Jeff is convincing Marley that it is her fault that Joshua couldn't work through his diagnosed schizoaffective disorder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so not to, and fault. he wasn't taking his medication. Uh-huh. And of course. That's her fault. That's her fault. A 20-year-old, she's probably 20 at this point, a 20-year-old girl. Right. Yeah. Who is now feeling like she is tied for eternity to a, a mentally ill man who is not caring for himself. Right. This is in no way, shape, or form to say that people who are mentally ill can't be in happy, healthy no, relationships. No, if he was caring for himself and advocating for his, his own health. Yep. Exactly. If he yep. was managing this, it'd be something different. Members were told with legit mental health issues that they just weren't doing enough mirroring exercise. Yeah, you're just not... You're just not... You're just uh, not mirroring enough. You're not enough working hard enough. Mm-hmm. One woman, Marta, actually killed herself. Ugh. Took her own life. Jesus um, Christ. And Jeff spun this... As she stopped doing the work. And that's why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You son of a bitch. So gross. He seemed. I will say this. He shows zero remorse. Ever. Zero introspection. Ever. Ever. He's just so proud of himself. And he's showing them, you know, wearing Chanel. Like it is so gross. Like, you know how when we met Keith Raniere, we feel like, you know, when that whole documentary came out, and we met mm-hmm. him. Yeah. I felt like he was on like we were near the end, right? Like it was, it felt like the end of Nexium was here. Yeah. This guy, I feel like, is just amping up. Oh yeah, he's got a long way to go before he, he gets taken. Yeah, down. this is not good. They are still recruiting members in the mm-hmm. whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Um, L and this woman Lanai, who was um working in the organization, uh, wound up hooking up with this reporter named Sarah Berman and she wrote a piece in Vice. And that's when this really got known to the outside I need world. Sarah Berman's job. I need a job just like that. Can, what do we have to do to become cult reporters? Yeah, I mean, I can write. 
you give, I'm give not me, a bad writer. Yeah, you can help me, me be a better writer. Give me the platform. Let me do this. Mm-hmm. We'd be so good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, L becomes enemy number one and is being yeah. stalked by Twin Flame Union now because she's talking. She's speaking out. Jeff eventually is now like going nuts. He sues Stephanie's mother for defamation. Mm-hmm. It was dismissed, but the whole experience cost her about thirty thousand dollars. Meanwhile, I want to say getting... something real quick. I'm yeah. sorry, it just popped yeah. into my head, and I feel like this is a good place to say it. Sure, I feel like this when I say some groups that I know feel culty to me. I feel like this is one of the things like they get an enemy and they sick all their followers on this enemy. Mm -hmm. And I hate that mindset. That really, really bothers me. And I don't know. I feel like that's a, that's, that's a dangerous thing to do. It is. Even if it's a joke, it it gets, it gets weird. Well, I I mean, I think we saw that, you know, even in our political world, when we had people threatening to hang our vice president, Correct. <laughs> Outside Correct. the Capitol. I mean. Right. <laughs> because they were told to do it by yeah. their leader. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's. That's dangerous it's, shit. When you're in a position of authority and you're sicking people on other people. Mm-hmm. It's really scary. Yeah. Um, at the same time, people are really starting to get frustrated after they've done all this work and taken all this courses. And, and they don't twenty and $30,000. They don't have their twin flame. Mm-mm. Now Jeff comes up with the idea of false twin flame experiences. <laughs> if people weren't feeling like their twin flame was really their twin flame, like Elle and the guy that she stalked, mm-hmm. that's a false twin flame experience. Mm-hmm. In order to be someone's twin flame, you have to be in the twin flame universe now. Mm-hmm. You can't be an outside person. Now we has to be one who's in it. Correct. But we have a problem, Amy. 80 some odd percent of the members of the Twin Flame universe are women. Yeah. Most of whom are heterosexual. Yeah. And now is when we begin this gender bullshit situation. Jeff's speech on gender, this is so gross. It's so gross. Um, He's very like binary. Like you're either this or that and there's no room for interpretation and there's no sliding scale and this is just it. Yep. This is it. This is what it is. We have this woman, Arcelia, who we see a number of times. She is a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Transitioned before she got into the twin. Like, mm-hmm. she's a legit trans person. She's mm-hmm. not been brainwashed into this by Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said she felt very accepted at first. Yes. Because the group was very open to LGBTQ folks. And yes. that was fine. But now we can't do that anymore because we have this divine masculine and this divine feminine. And now it's getting yeah. real weird. It's getting gross. Mm-hmm. We meet this woman, uh, Drea, who's mm-hmm. a lesbian. I loved mm-hmm. her. I mm-hmm. wish we have had a lot more of her because yes. she was snarky like as hell. Yes. And she's like, yeah, they tried to match me with a dude. Uh-uh. No. Ain't happening. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, I loved her. So Drea gets labeled as divine masculine. Mm-hmm. And a feminine cannot be attracted to a feminine and vice versa. This is why bi- bisexuality doesn't exist. Okay, Jeff. Tool bag. Right. But let's say you have, you know, two, let's say you and I, you're the divine masculine. I'm the divine feminine. Jeff has decided we're twin flames. Guess what I get to fuck you with, Amy? Or you get to fuck me with? Ooh, what? Your, your spirit penis. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yep. Yes, I do. Yes, we have reached the now we have reached the spirit penis portion of the program. (laughs) Yes, I do. The first time I heard that, I'm like, "Are you? Are you kidding me? That's the thing. I'm watching this, and it's just getting more bizarre." You should have led with spirit penis. Come on, start off to that. (laughs) Should have led with spirit penis. He also he also insists that uh, the vagina is an illusion. Yes, not real. Yeah, not real. I don't know about you. I I can verify mine is in fact real. Mine's real as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the meat guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the broke me okay in 2019 um jeff and shalia of course spend a night channeling all night long Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they have named 20 new twin flame pairs yes almost all of whom are just two women yeah and so now they're telling them who has to begin change their gender they gave this job to keely yeah. Keely yep. has to be the one to call everybody mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. say, you are now a divine masculine. You are a divine feminine. Keely calls Angie, tells her Angie's twin flame is this woman, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Angie's the masculine. Victoria is the feminine. Mm-hmm. They eventually bring Victoria into this like Zoom call that they're having. And Keely says, Victoria, do you know why you're here? And she said, yes, because you're going to tell me Angie's my twin flame. She's like, yes. How do you feel about it? She goes, nope. That's no. Nope. <laughs> She's just like, no. I'm no. not doing that. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, our friend, the twin, gets paired with this person, Kieran, mm-hmm. um, who's told they're the divine masculine. They wind up going to Switzerland and getting married there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what woke Victoria up was the pairing with Angie. She's yeah. Like, Why did I give these people so much power? What? Yeah. What? Yep. What made me think this was okay? So now it's really starting to come apart. Now we get the group of mothers who connected. And I love these mothers. Me too. These me mothers too. were great. The mom squad. Um, love them. The mom squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it started, Stephanie's mother was on Reddit, posted something, and then all these other mothers started contacting her. I love and Stephanie's like, mother. She's like, I'm sitting on the porch smoking my Marlboros huh? and I'm bringing this shit down. Right. Mm-hmm. She's like, what are they going to do to me? I already lost my kid. Yep. Uh, Yep. You the worst thing that could happen to me has happened. Yeah. So what can you do to yeah. me? And she's like And she's sitting there the whole time smoking. She's like, I had quit smoking and as soon as my daughter disappeared, I went back and I don't even care. She is she's determined. Like, if this is what I need to do to get through this, I'm gonna smoke all day every she day. She is determined to bring this motherfucker down and I'm here for it. I am too. Mm-hmm. Love her. Um now Jeff and Shalia tell everybody that they have a third twin flame. Hmm. Um, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amy, you you have multiple master's degrees that have to do with language and writing, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can there be a third twin something? No. Mm-mm. Okay. That's not how it works. Okay. okay, just checking. You're getting into trouble I mean, there. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Except the problem is we're now talking about a baby. I know. So Jeff and Shalia go this and have IVF. This is so gross. They go and have IVF. Not because they were having infertility issues, mm-hmm. but because they wanted to make sure that they had a girl mm-hmm. because she is living in an astral plane. Her name is Grace. And she has to come to them. She has to come to them. Now we're getting into, uh, what is it? Heaven's Gate territory. Now we're getting yeah. into a little Beep and Bo or whatever their names were. Bo Beep, <laughs> oh Bop God. and Bo. Yeah. Bo- <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
<laughs> oh god, I forgot the leaves were like little Bo Peep and yeah. shit. They oh, were god. actually. I watched a documentary on that. They were brilliant people. They were. Like I don't know nuts. what happened. <laughs> yeah, something went real yes. wrong here. Uh, so they believe that their child will be their third twin flame. This baby can only ever have sex with God. First of all, why are we talking about a baby having sex with anybody? A. B. A. First of all. First of all. First of all, why are we talking about baby having sex with anybody? <laughs> Second of all, how do you have sex with a celestial being? Amy, it's that- worse than that. Jeff is telling everybody he's the incarnation of God. What are we actually saying? Uh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, okay. that's where I was like, oh, this is no. what I'm saying. This is this is what I'm saying. This guy is on the precipice of something much really darker. dangerous. Yes. Really, I mean, he as if this to, isn't already dangerous and dark. He needs to be stopped now. He does need yeah. to be stopped now. Uh, they wind up having a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And they're, of course, now having to spin this. Did they have a miscarriage or did they terminate the pregnancy? No, they. I think she had a miscarriage. Okay. I thought they said she had to terminate the pregnancy. Okay. Either way. Maybe maybe she had to terminate the pregnancy because mm-hmm. there was some issue or something. Mm-hmm. But Because I always th- find it interesting when people who preach that other people shouldn't be able to terminate pregnancies then are able to do it for themselves when they have sure. to medically. But anyway. Sure. Go on. That's fine. Uh, we The pregnancy is, is ended in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. They tell everybody that this is because Grace was not ready to leave the astral plane and join them in, on Earth. I don't blame her. I'd be like, I wouldn't want to come to this either. <laughs> I don't want to be born to these people. No. Give me to another Mm-mm. astral plane. Mm-mm. I don't know what's happening. Let happen, me just, let me just absorb into this uterine wall because I'm not going out there. Yes. Yeah. Um, now they're convincing everybody they need to move to Michigan, where mm-hmm. their home is. Of mm-hmm. course, we've now, it's like Jeff, uh, uh, why can't I think of his name it's all like, of a sudden? It's like um, Jeff. Keith Raniere. It's like okay, Jeff is on Cribs. Is the, when <laughs> yes. he's showing off his the tour of the house. mansion. And I'm like, that's not really a mansion, dude. No. But okay. No. Right. That's sort of like um, Natalia Grace's father being like, we lived in this mansion. I'm yeah. like, no, sir. You lived in a McMansion track house. Yeah. You lived Nothing in like a suburb it, but... of New Jersey, dude. Right. Stop. Mm. <laughs> uh, did you see? the Nat- Oh, I told you. The Natalia Grace yeah. speaks yeah, yeah, coming yeah. January 1st. Yeah. We might need to cover that. Mm-hmm. We might need to cover that. Okay, we are we covering do. that. We do. Okay. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, so now everyone needs to come to Michigan and they need to start having babies because what we need to do now is create golden children. Of course we do. Of course we do. Golden children are already ascended. See, this is, you're getting into Warren Jeff's territory here. Yes. Because he wants it's you to have children weird. and I guarantee you he wants to bang them. Of course He's he does. He's want these 14 and 15 year old girls. This is getting very dark. This is really fucking dark. Mm-hmm. First of all, we're talking about oh oh, it's just so gross. People cannot have little girls around this guy. Please, please, no, yeah. no. This guy needs this to guy. be like a registered sex offender. It's really yep, I don't trust him. One thing that made me laugh: Jeff had everybody watch the two Nexium documentaries, The Vow and <laughs> Yes, Deuced, yes. and they had to write essays about how mm-hmm. Jeff wasn't a cult leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he kept getting pissed off because basically everyone was saying he was a cult leader. <laughs> yes. yes. Because everything about Keith yes. Raniere and Jeff looked to be the same. Mm-hmm. So that's great. That backfired spectacularly. That backfired really spectacularly. And then we start talking about how all, like, all the people that left. We don't actually talk about most of them, what made them leave. But we mm-hmm. get, you know, Drea left in 2019 and mm-hmm. Sarah mm-hmm. left in 2019 yep. and all this. Jeff and Shalia did have a baby named Grace. 
mm-hmm. who was born in the spring of this year. Mm-hmm. I read the blog post about her birth that, oh, by the way, they're now not going by Jeff and Shalea Aeon. They're now Jeff and Shalea Divine. Oh, oh, I didn't know this. They're now okay. Divine. So this is, this is baby Grace okay. something Divine. Okay. And uh, I yeah, actually I had neighbors when I was growing up with the last name Divine. And they were okay. the most down to earth normal people you could ever imagine. They didn't change it to them when they were trying to convince people they were gods. Correct. And it was okay. divine with an E. Divine. Oh, you know? Okay. But, yeah. 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 That's a, that's a real name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so these people are just still recruiting people. They're living in Michigan. Shalia's dressing in Chanel. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. living, they're living on the hog off of all of these people who are broker than broke, having spent all of their money on these stupid fucking classes. So have people moved there? Yes. People live there. In their house, or did Some he people buy live that in their land? House. Did he buy that compound? He bought that compound. They, I think, they have like trailers and stuff on it. And of course, they live in a really nice house. Oh my god! What uh, if Keely is there? No, she's not. She's <laughs> okay. definitely not there. Okay. I'm like, yeah. What if this is like one big mind fuck? And and Keely is trying to like repent and you know really she feels apologize terrible. for everything she mm. did. And, but if you notice, like she has a service dog, I'm sure that's an anxiety. A hundred percent. PTSD. Yeah. Service dog, which good. I'm glad she has something yeah. to support, but she's like, I have nobody. I lost my family. I lost my sister. I have nothing. And I'm trying to rebuild my life. I have, um, somebody reached out to me on Instagram. Keely? No. This person okay. slid into my DMs. Okay. They had some, uh, scoop on this cult. And oh, cool. here's what they wrote. My friend's sister was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, which is basically a death sentence. The sister had been consulting with the fucking twin flames and dumping money into their coffers and taking some kind of promised cancer cure journey. It is infuriating and my friend is beside herself. There's unfortunately more, but you get the drift. I'm happy to spill when I have more details and they promise to get back when they do. Wow. So this is this is criminal. This is criminal. This is criminal. Mm-hmm. This is so fucked up. Oh They've god. They've got to be able to get them on something around that, right? And I would think so, but I don't know what law. I don't know. Well, I was going to say we'll have to do the research, but neither of us will. Like, like if I you promise something, us. and I don't know, you can't deliver it. Yeah, I don't I know. I feel like there might be something there. I mean, but that could just be a better business bureau thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, or maybe just like a small lawsuit. I don't think it'll. Take them down. Cult leaders get brought down, usually like racketeering and like money laundering and shit. I mean, and they usually get brought down from the inside. So here's what I'm wondering. Here's what I'm wondering. How many people after watching this signed up, like got in the cult? Right. Yes. To like try to bring it down. That'd be really interesting. Yeah. I mean, Keith Raniere didn't, isn't in jail for starting a cult. Keith Raniere is in jail for money laundering, sex trafficking, sexual abuse, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all of that. Not because he has a cult. I mean, when you think about it, not to go back to Vincent Bugliosi, but I feel like a lot comes back to Vincent Bugliosi. He prosecuted Charles Manson, and Charles Manson didn't set foot on the cr- at the crime scene. No. That was an amazing feat. Yes. So there is precedent for arresting people who- For coercing them co- into or doing- Or coercing the other people yeah. into doing crimes. But right. I don't know if the members are committing crimes here. Yeah, I don't know. You if know they what are. I mean? Like the the. I best mean, they are. They're stalking. Right. The, the best the you can maybe do is the stalking. Right. Maybe. You know what I mean? I don't know. Right. And even it's, then, like that's not murder. No, it's just stalking. I mean, yeah, it's it's not Sharon Tate stabbing right. 
right you know right seven people and but that was the that. first case of that kind mm-hmm. when you know he was able to make that case yeah oh, i mean we'll see and then there's always racketeering, which is one of my favorite charges of all time because mm-hmm. you can you can make racketeering all kinds of things. It's great. Yes, yes. it's great. Yeah. Al Capone wasn't brought down for uh, right for murder. He's brought down for racketeering and tax evasion. So, so that's where we stand with them today, right? That's they, where we are. Building they are their still operating. Though. Yep, they are still doing it. Um, it's creepy as all get out. Um, how do we how do we solve this, Amanda? How do we break this down? I think we have to join to do, do it. We I join don't want to join. I mean, I am looking for an idea for a third book. You I are. I could join and write the book about it. Oh my god! But then I'm you afraid. Could. I'm afraid. Also, because you know, I'm not. I'm not strong enough mentally. I can't. No, no. Jeff will convince <laughs> you that you're a god or something yes. in about ten minutes. Yes. You you will be going down. Plus, you and I don't have the money mm. to invest in all these. Oh classes. no, 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 no. Mm-mm. So mm-mm. 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 even if we took our, you know. I could mortgage against my house, but Timmy would not sign for that, I feel like. Yeah, probably not. He's a little bit conservative. He would be like, nope, 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 nope. And we've already traded the girls' college funds for the the Brown family text chain, so that's not available. (laughs) I don't think we can do this. I don't think we can do this. Yeah. All we can do is talk about it. But yeah, so this was mostly about the documentary that's on Netflix. There is, as I said, one on Amazon Prime. It's not, I I didn't feel like it was as good, but- you know, if you want to learn more, it's there as well. Uh, it's different people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like the Nexium ones, the different ones have different people in it because you're telling different stories. And- what do you think Jeff's problem is? Like, do you think he was just a little boy who was made fun of or hurt in some way? And I don't know. Uh, probably because he absolutely wants people, he wants to feel like he's better than everybody and yeah. convince everybody else that he's better than everybody. Yeah. I mean, he's mentally ill. It's real, real, real sad and scary. I hate him so much. He is so punchable. Oh, I hate him too. He is yeah. so yeah. punchable. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I, I, I'm not sold yet on if Shalia is, I'm not sold on what her role is at this point. Yeah. I mean, he, I still, my, the, the darkest part of this for me with her mm-hmm. was that sexual conversation. Yes. I feel bad for her because I think she is, I'm of two minds, right? She's complicit in many ways. Absolutely. But is she complicit because she's also fallen under his, Right. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't see her doing a lot of the maneuvering. I don't either. And most of the videos, she's just sitting there like, she is in Robin Brown's words, just sitting there. Yeah, she's just sitting there. She's just sitting there doing Mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. And occasionally being like, exactly, Jeff. Right. right. Like, but yeah. And is she like, you know, going along to get along? Right. Yeah. Or is she doing stuff behind the scenes that's real nefarious and gross? Who knows? Yes. Yeah. Who knows? My friend, you've done a great job with this. Thank you. Thank you. I was so excited to record this with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And these people are nuts. Um, I will tell everybody, Jenny and I, my sister's here. We're going to record. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, were a fan of Gen X, this is why, and you're coming over, we will be back together again, and we're going to cover woo. the Devil on Trial, which is another. I'm going to watch that this afternoon. Bonkers Netflix documentary. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to watch that this it's afternoon. Very Gen X. Very Gen okay. X. It's set cool. in 1980. It has to do with the Amityville Horror, the Warrens, oh. and Lorraine Warren. It's the whole thing. The whole okay, thing. I'm excited. Okay. This will be a good way to spend my afternoon. Yes, absolutely. Um, 
And then Amanda and I are going to cover, we're covering Sister Wives, of course, on Little Miss Recap Extra. And we're also going to cover The Single Life. And I'm very Mm -hmm. excited to do The Single Life. It's one of my favorite spinoffs. It is mine too. I I just want them to announce the cast. I just want Natalie. It's all I need. I, I know. I need Natalie being mm-hmm. a lunatic all mm-hmm. over the place. Mm-hmm. If she could go back to Wood for a bit, that'd be great too. That'd be great too. Do we ever see Uncle Bo again? No. As Aaron Martin used to say, he's just out running the perimeter. <laughs> running the perimeter, yeah. I miss <laughs> With Uncle his little collar. <laughs> the shot collar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know how we when we talked to ace and caitlin about our favorite you know ancillary mm-hmm. uh, sister wives characters mm-hmm. uncle Bo is one of my favorite ancillary 90 day characters i'll agree with that yeah he was pretty he's great. real bad mm-hmm. he's real gross well he's a real bad man he's a real bad man he's but everything we needed for to make because it entertaining I, exactly and you couldn't understand a word he said and yeah. i was here for it yeah i was here for it with his three teeth All right, guys. And again, Sister Wives episodes come out Sunday night. And then Steph and I are still doing Married at First Sight. Which I'm so excited. I watched the first episode last Mm -hmm. night. So now I can start listening to your podcast because I know who we're talking about. So you familiarized yourself with GERT certificate. Uh, You did not. No, that's in episode two. Okay. Oh. Orion reveals he was born with a GERT certificate. Good for you, dude. Good for you. Wow. I liked Orion a lot better mm-hmm. when I didn't actually hear him speak. Mm-hmm. Oh, just wait. Just wait. Oh, boy. Just okay, wait. great. This will be great. Episode, okay. the typical Amy Archer journey. Episode one, I thought he was interesting. Episode two, I was starting at the hots for him a little bit. Episode uh, three, I was, you know, pronouncing my love. Episode four, I hate his guts. Okay, cool. Typical journey. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, when, when will you hate Sidian? <laughs> Never. Sidian's okay. amazing. Sidian's amazing. <laughs> All right, guys, if you haven't already, jump in our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends, and leave us a review. Five stars if you can. Please, that would be great. Helps people find us. All right. And Thanks, share. everybody. Yeah, share the, share the pod. Share the pod. Share the pod. Thanks, right. everybody. Thanks, guys. See you soon. Bye. Take care.